0: This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ryan 20s podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Don't Happy. worry. I will be doing our Pride and Pickle announcement this week after Brenda's disappointing rendition last week. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Truth. <laughs> truth. Truth, truth. Um, we're here. Happy Saturn Return. Yes, I was just notified by my friend Jelia. I know, we'll, d- we'll get into it later. We will. We'll get into it, we'll get into it. Lots to get into today, so I think let's start it off with a little time for Pride and Pickle! Woo.
1: My pride. Today, actually. You see, it's not. An easy task. It's not, um, it's not no. my
0: like. That's why I'm world renowned for it.
1: Oh yeah, that's why you won an award. I
0: did. <laughs> I won a Grammy, the
1: Tulchin Table Award.
0: <laughs> Grammy
1: for it. the Tulchin Table Award. The Tulchin Table.
0: For those of um, you do know, prize... we did have a dining room table that my father made a Facebook page for called the Tulchin Table. Do you remember why he made a Facebook page for it? I honestly don't, because I? I don't remember sitting at that table that
1: often either. And then it wasn't around for that long, right? No, because then the hurricane came. The hurricane came and washed it away. Terrible. terrible. Terrible, terrible. That's really terrible. Sandy, you motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay. I don't know what my pride is. I think my pride is... Okay, I want to know if you, re- if you relate to this, but it's also my pride. My pride is that Ellie is so fucking cute. And my thing that I wonder if you relate to is, do you feel like like so honored when somebody says that Ghost is beautiful, but beautiful and smart or like compliments her in some way? But like, I didn't make her. Like when someone says that Ellie is so cute, I truly feel in my bones the pride from like the inside out. But Yay. I'm like, I
0: didn't even make I bought you. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so funny because I always say, because literally all day long, I tell ghosts, I'm like, you're so gorgeous. Like everybody loves you. You're everybody's best friend. You're a model. Like I literally tell her this all day, all day long, (laughs) all of these like affirmations. I was like, if I talked to myself like that, I would be awesome. (laughs) But I don't talk to myself like that, but I do talk to her like that. But imagine Is if we he- all, like, spoke to ourselves in the way that we, like, speak to our dogs. It would be something else. It's even, like,
1: this morning, Chris went to the DMV for, like, literally 10 minutes, but he was leaving, and he does this to her all the time. He'll go, okay, I'm going to go. You're so perfect and beautiful and perfect. And <laughs> I'm like, I'll see you later, okay? Yeah, like, think you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it's so funny because it's, it's, so not, it's not even fun. It just no. comes out of him, it's and so I'm like, it's shocking how yeah. much love we give these. No, minutes. I literally
0: like. She wakes up in the morning, and I'm like, "Good morning, gorgeous. You're so gorgeous. Everybody loves you." <laughs> like, oh my god, we have to try. We have to
1: try and freaking
0: take that into yeah, ourselves. take that to ourselves, and also like the boyfriends could say it to us too. You know?
1: Yeah, right, right. Like, can like, they? Can we? Can you kind mean, of project that onto us?
0: Like, spread the love. <laughs> Hello. <See> you later. <laughs> okay I'll
1: talk to you later um okay and then my pickle is what is it my pickle oh my pickle is that I feel like my whole life I've been looked at as a nice sweet girl and I am but I don't feel like a nice sweet girl when it comes to like being at the grocery store and people making small talk, or like even small talk in like a fitness class, you do look I don't approachable. Talk to you.
0: you look approachable. I
1: know I have an approachable face, but shockingly, yeah. I don't want to talk to you. No, and no I don't know what that's anymore. about. <laughs> I feel bad because it's like it's not that I don't care, but like no, I, I literally feel so want to talk to you. <laughs> right, like it's like I don't know if it's awkwardness. I don't know what it is. I just don't have the desire. Like when
0: people, I feel like we're so like we have to talk to people like all day long, and sometimes when you're like working out or you're going shopping, like you just want to be with yourself. Yeah. Yes. I. I. I Then it's rude to be like I don't like. I feel that way too, when I go and like get a service done, like my nails or like my hair or whatever. And like, then they want to talk. And like, I really, during, especially during that time, which I like usually find quite relaxing. I want to be like, I'm sorry. I don't feel like talking right now, but I could never say that
1: literally never, but I do the same thing. Whereas like, I feel rude, So like I've been getting my nails done a little bit more, I guess, uh, recently. And I always take my headphones and I put like one in. But it's also because I can't, I don't know. I don't like like just sitting still. Yeah. So I'm I, listening to something feels nice. I don't know. And I don't totally. want to speak
0: to you. <laughs> no, yeah. But I like feel so, I could never say like, I don't want to talk to you. I would feel
1: so. No, me either. And I do, I do get like, I do engage, but I think that I feel bad because I also like, as I'm actively engaging, I'm like, I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be doing this. And it's funny because I'm like, I know that they either can't tell, so I, think that I like probably eat this up and love it and I'm like little do they know this is painful <laughs> little
0: do they know. no I literally don't want to talk to anyone but then sometimes I think about those people that are like oh my god like I just like met this person in a coffee shop and then they like took me to London like I don't know like but I do think about that I'm like maybe if I was like did speak to more people like I would make some cool connections but I just don't want to right no I understand that
1: and that's exactly where my my like quibble quibble Mm-hmm. uh comes in with this situation is like for example the other day I was hearing then that's what made me think about this is I'm like wow pe- some people genuinely go into like spaces with the intention of making a connection and I think people would assume I'm like that but I'm not whereas no. like they go into a gym class they're like hey you're a veterinarian right and I was like fuck like if I made friends with this woman I probably could text her when I have a panic attack about like Ellie eating gum mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. but but I'm not speaking to her because I'm
0: antisocial and therefore she's not my friend. Oh, uh, I also think like, because we have so, and this is going to like sound douchey. There's like no way to say this without sounding douchey. But like, because we have so many good friends, I like I, don't want to talk to other
1: people. I understand. I really do. I don't, it's that's. So, I'm so glad that you relate to this. Because I, do. I don't think this is a good way of being necessarily Oh no I
0: know that this is like not great but I really yeah. I really feel you and I think like maybe it's something we like could work on and it would probably yeah. like expand our world and like be lovely because human connection is lovely right but I totally feel that way too
1: yeah and I feel like on the other end of the spectrum recently um and I told this to Julia is like Part of why I was so proud that a couple of weeks ago, or honestly, like, a week or two ago, I had reached out to someone and made a connection um, and, like, offered my support and, like, all this stuff, which is very out of my realm Mm. um, to do because I tend to... I don't even think it's out of comfort. I think I just am honestly satisfied. Like, I don't think it's out of avoidance. I don't think it's out of fear. Like, I'm just honestly satisfied with where things are with our relationships and right now when it comes to work. So I think there are certain areas where like, yes, sometimes we avoid things because we're scared. Whereas sometimes I think it is okay to like be satisfied Mm -hmm. with that um, and like pour more into like whether it's making your current relationships more fulfilling or whatever or other areas. But anyway, I was really proud, um, which I guess is my, I already said my pride. That's funny. Um, But I was proud of myself for going against what is like comfortable in terms of making new connections. And also for presenting myself in a way where I feel like I came off very, like I really believed in myself. So
0: I don't know. I'm proud of that. I'm so proud of you too and I really do think like I know we're like laughing about it and like being like yes me too but I do think it is a very admirable quality and probably a very expansive quality to like reach out to people outside of your comfort zone and it is something that I do yeah. like definitely like want to work on um right but yeah it's hard out there it's hard it's hard out there. Ugh, we need to make it's it hard it's but hard. hard we really do we're it's really hard good. but it's hard but it's hard How about you do um, wait, so your pickle is just that you don't want to talk to the people. My pickle is
1: that I don't want to talk to people and my pride is that Ellie is yeah, starting and, is smart smart and smart and my going out of my comfort zone.
0: I just wanted to make sure there wasn't more to the because I feel like we did go on a little bit of a tangent. We did go
1: on a tangent.
0: We yeah. did, we did. It's okay. Um, my pride this week, I want to say the same one as last week, but I'm not going to Um, because I really do feel that way. Um, my pride this week is taking stock, I've been taking very purposeful stock of, like, the things that make me feel good, and Mm -hmm. it's nice to know that a lot of those things are, like, totally, like, in my control and in my reach, of like, I really do feel so good, like, going for a walk, and, like, those, like, little things, and I've just try- been trying to take, like, more stock of that, Um, mm. so just finding pride in, like, the little things like that, and not letting myself, and I've been very good about, like, not letting myself default into the things that, like, aren't as good for me, like, I, ha- like, have hardly been on Instagram um, the past yeah. few days, because I noticed that that, like, piques my anxiety, so I've, like, hardly been on Instagram like maybe like once yeah. a day um and that has been great and um just making more time for the things that like make me feel good
1: yeah and i think that it's like like obviously we we spoke about it a little bit last week but i think that it's that that's a good thing like i think it is hard when we do aspects of the things that we do because you know showing up on social media That's part um, of helps for like exposure yeah. and all this stuff but like sometimes there are seasons where it is a lot harder like it just is
0: <laughs> for well, all of those reasons so I think it's purposeful about it like it's like okay I know at least once a day I have to go on social media because it's part of our job so like but I'll be purposeful about like okay I'll do that like at this time of day after I've done all my routines and like it will only be yeah. to like post and then maybe I can scroll for like five minutes and then shut it down because normally my default is like, I literally pick up my phone every five seconds and open Instagram is like my default. And like, that's just not good for me right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's useful. I was thinking about this yesterday when it comes to like behaviors that we use, which I'm not saying this is what you do when it comes to like coping and or distracting or like whatever, like I found myself feeling some, I don't even know if it was anxiety, but like a little bit of overwhelm and whatnot yesterday. And like, you want to like you know that feeling where you you feel something and you want to like almost crawl out of your own skin 100 yes. and so you you like try to essentially put a band-aid on that through something else that sometimes it is social media it's like okay I don't want to think about this thing so, Wait, so um yeah distract with something that like you think is going to make you forget but like really doesn't mm-hmm. but we do believe it in the moment so okay. um really? like we really do so anyway um I think that it's I don't think it's you like being which I don't think you think this about yourself either but I don't think it's you being avoidant to anything I think you're just being purposeful about the aspects of it that you do have to like check the boxes for and then also giving yourself like that ability to take it in because there are some positive aspects of it like connection but not you know getting so deep in it where
0: it's like a a Form of distraction in a negative way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think like it change, like obviously, like my relationship to it changes as anyone does, and like oh. being aware of like what your relationship to it at in the moment is. Like we kind of talked about this like a week or two ago, but like just being aware of what that is, because sometimes like you're in the place where you like you can scroll and scream all day, and it doesn't really affect you in any way, and sometimes it just does more than others. Yeah. Um, So just being, I just think, like, taking stock and being aware of that, because I think so many of us are so default into, like, picking up our phone and immediately opening some type of, like, social media or news outlet or blah, blah, blah. And, like, sometimes it's it's just not
1: for us. Totally. Yeah. And I think it just comes back to the awareness piece. And we talk about awareness, like, probably to an exhausting degree. But I think because it, it really is valuable. Like, it makes such a big difference in the way that we execute things like we me and Chris had kind of a a, just a moment of like whoa we got to slow down a little bit because we felt we genuinely felt it's not like just like the oh I can't stop working like we we felt weird like having no work to we didn't do any work on Saturday and we normally do work on the weekends at least a little but like we genuinely felt weird not having something to do and I was like okay we can't get to a point where like not doing something feels almost uncomfortable and to the point where you do feel that sensation of like, I need to do something, but like shifting that to a different purpose of like something for us. Like if we need to do something, we want to walk together with Ellie or we can like
0: have a date or something like that. Right. It doesn't so have, have to be so something doesn't have to be work related.
1: Yeah. It's just interesting how like, I think depending on the season and this really does fluctuate for us as I'm sure it does for everyone else where it's like, sometimes we're like, Yes. Like, like we're, we're focused on one thing, but when something else starts to become just, I guess, bigger in your life, um, it it becomes your default. So I guess keeping our eyes out for like, what is our default right now? And do we like that?
0: Mm, Yeah. It's a good, that's a really great question to ask yourself for anything. Yeah. It can be a multitude of things, but yeah, so that's my pride, but that I haven't been doing my default and I've been very purposeful about it. Um, So that's the pride. And then the pickle is kind of the same as last week. Like I was debating if I wanted to like use this as my pickle again, but I feel like it's kind of like my purpose to be honest about Mm -hmm. this on here. Um, It's just that, yeah, like I'm still dealing with like capital A anxiety. Um, And as much as like, it's not very interesting to hear about week to week, probably like I do think that this platform is for that and like the struggles that we deal with in our 20s and I would be I feel like I would be not honest if I wasn't like talking about that that really is like the overarching pickle of things um and like we said, like this, this podcast for the two of us has been such a great kind of like diary in a way. And I think it's also like, yeah. hopefully, I'll be able to like, re listen to this episode in like a couple months and be like, Oh, my God, like, remember, I was feeling that way. And I hope for someone else, like, you know, if you're struggling, yeah. or if you've struggled in the past, it could be like, Oh, my God, yeah, I remember when I felt like that. And I'm not feeling that way anymore. Like, look how much I've grown and like reward yourself for it for that. Or if you are feeling that way, like, just knowing that you're not alone. And like, I think I struggle with that too. And that I feel like, I don't feel lonely in the sense because I feel like I have so much support and I'm so grateful for the support that I have, but I do feel alone in that. Like, I don't think other people feel this way. And Mm -hmm. so just, if you do feel alone, you're not, other people are feeling that way probably too.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's, it's super powerful to share and exactly why we do what we do. And I think that as uncomfortable as it like initially feels to share, like I do think it does us and our listeners and everyone so much good because there has literally not yet like I have yet to have a single experience where like we've shared something and it hasn't been like a me too moment to a point where like it's, it's, I I don't even it's, it's validating to hear because it's like, I didn't know that other people were thinking this so I think that it's really helpful for our listeners. And that's not to say that anyone ever would wish anxiety on you. But I think that like, we have seen you and and me and, you know, all of our friends in all different seasons. And it just seems like it becomes part of part of our story to, to a degree. And then over time, we just kind of like over time with all these efforts, I feel like it's almost shocking sometimes when we look back and we're like, "Shit, remember when I was feeling that?" Yeah. So
0: I'm I for you I'm like I'm using this it. as that. Like, I can't wait to look back. I'm like putting that out yeah. there that in like sooner than later, hopefully a couple weeks, like maybe a couple months, but like sooner than later, I'll be able to listen back to this episode and be like, "Oh my god, I remember when I was feeling like that." Like, I don't feel like that anymore. Like, how great? Of course,
1: so, yeah. No, I get that, and. Um, I think it is also like for our listeners I think it's easy to and I always assume this I think because I've felt this about other people and whenever I hear people talk about a lot of the things that we do when it comes to personal development I've looked at people and honestly assumed that was their standard and and whatnot because it's all I heard about so I think it is also useful for our listeners to see that like we are multifaceted and we are human beings (laughs) and we do experience highs and lows like anyone else and And this is part of the way that we talk about them, work through them, and then eventually they become
0: smaller. Yeah. And I think it's also like, it's a hard thing to admit, of course, to other people, but I think it's also a hard thing to admit admit to yourself if you're like, and I know you've been in that place before of like struggling with um, some sort of mental health issue of like to even admit to yourself of like. Oh, this is not just like a passing thing. Like, this is actually a moment of like struggle with my mental health. Like, that's hard to admit yeah. to yourself. So, if anyone is like feeling that way, it's like, it's okay to admit it to yourself because that's like the first step to like healing it. And totally. I think it's taken me like a couple weeks of feeling like this level of it to have to be with like real with myself about what it is, you know? Yeah, I do. And I think that
1: that, that, that's the hardest part and I it's probably almost annoying to hear all the time like oh awareness is so powerful and awareness is everything (laughs) but it really is because it's the only like if you aren't like truly aware because there's different levels of it there's awareness where like you kind of feel it but like you're not gonna do anything about it or like you're not fully acknowledging it but like having true awareness and understanding of like okay this is happening to me this is how I'm feeling this is what I'm going through I'm not saying you should label it but like this is what I'm labeling it as and and with that in the same sentence in the same breath knowing but this is
0: temporary and I can get yeah. through this so yeah. yeah and I wonder but if you felt this way when you were dealing like in the thick of your eating disorder is that like I with the anxiety I feel like I how do I phrase this like I kind of per- Pretend that I'm not feeling anxious when I'm like with people that I love because I want to like enjoy that time and not indulge in it like it wouldn't do me any good to like just talk about it like all the time all day long like with my friends when I could be like having joyful moments with people that I love. But, yeah. at the, and I know that that's the right thing. Like, I know it's not good for me to talk about it all day long and like go down its rabbit hole and indulge in it because that's what anxiety do it does. Like it brings you down like a rabbit hole. And I know so that that's not effective, but at the same time, then I feel like I'm lying a little bit if I'm mm. not talking about it. And if I'm having a good time or if I'm being involved in something else, like, did you ever feel that way If like, if you were, when you were struggling with Uh, Yeah, I went through, I I did in a lot of ways. And then I also
1: feel like I had like a, a slight different to it, which I'll explain. So yeah, I I think that a big reason why you, you probably feel that and why I do, if I am ever feeling that way is because we pride ourselves so much, especially now, not then, (laughs) but now (laughs) on being authentic and as a result, it feels like you're like hiding a piece of your current identity because you're not sharing it with people that you love and you vow to be vulnerable and like all this stuff. So yeah, I, like I, I do feel that. Like, spend
0: all day talking about it.
1: Yeah. You I know? think, and I think that there is, there is like a, a happy medium of it all, sure. because I do think that sometimes, and I know that you've, you've said it to me, you've said it to, I'm sure other friends and whatnot too. I think there is like maybe, a way to find a happy medium between you feeling like you can share something with with the people that you feel safe to share it with because I also don't think and I say this to one of our best friends all the time like I don't think you need to share every single piece of you with every single person like I really don't and I don't think that that is um but but like one of our best friends really does believe that like if she's not sharing at all then she's lying essentially Mm -hmm. and I don't think that's the case so I feel like for you something that might relieve that is to open open up to whoever you trust in a secure moment where it's not totally ruining your time but where you feel like you're getting at least like someone to hold space for you and I don't know I think that that would lessen it. at least it did for me Um, meaning I didn't share when I felt like I was struggling I didn't share the depths of it with everyone but I did find that with sharing the depths of it honestly with people that I felt safe to share it with it really made my load a lot lighter Because I did get people, at least if they couldn't relate directly, they did make me feel like I wasn't alone in it and like I wasn't crazy. So that was worth me risking what at the time I was honestly afraid of what people would think. So yes, I relate to that. And then I relate to the avoiding sharing something because you don't want to ruin someone else's experience or also your own. But honestly, I personally found, and you were there for many of those moments, that the more that I tried to deal with things on my own for you know in the name of not ruining a time or not ruining my own experience it honestly like my load just got heavier and then i just exploded yeah. so i i think that it just if there's a lesson i took away from that it's that it's not my job to carry it all by myself and that people in my life are willing to receive that when they when they can i don't need to share it with everyone but for me personally hold carrying it by myself for too long and avoiding talking about it with my safe people it just like I'm literally actually picturing an instance which is why I keep saying exploding is because I'm picturing a moment a couple of years ago when we went out with our friends and granted we were drinking but I but I just like I couldn't hold in the sadness and the pain that I felt because I kept carrying it alone for so long so I would say I took that away from it and then I think I definitely got to a point after the fact where you were also a part of where like because of that I became so hyper protective of ever feeling and having to carry that load alone again that I almost like created problems where they didn't exist. because I would be like, oh, I don't want you to think that I'm struggling right now. I'm not. This is just yeah, like the choice yeah. that I'm making.
0: You did so
1: honestly, that was because I carried it alone for so long right. and exploded that then I became so like aware of that.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I definitely think um, that. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing that. I hope that didn't like Trigger you in any way? No, no. Um, so I'm appreciative of you sharing that, and yeah, I think it's like a balance, like you said. Like, there's gonna be certain times and people to share it with, and then sometimes it's just like not helpful or not safe or whatever it might be. So I think for you, yeah. That.
1: And I think that that's like hopeful enough for myself, and hopefully for you in this season, because like I mentioned to you guys on the last episode, like I had a season last year where I was like, why the fuck am I going through something? not as as deep as it was the previous time but I was like why am I like kind of struggling with this in this moment and it was annoying yeah and I was
0: frustrated like it, and that's the thing too it's like I'm like mad at it yes you know? I'm am. like I don't want to feel you you don't serve me you're taking away from yeah. like me my time go away and like it doesn't right work. It doesn't really work it, like that yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it
1: doesn't and that's what that's what's really hard but I think that similarly in the way that it was for me I was like why like why why is this happening why can't this just go away it's like you wish it away but it doesn't it doesn't work like that so I think that those little things definitely helped me and now just like to your point from before like I can talk about it in any capacity in any whatever even on my worst day Mm -hmm. it doesn't trigger me so I think it's like that in itself is a testament to I do think that over time and with the type of attention that I know you're gonna give something like this, there is gonna come a moment where you'll be able to talk about this too. And like it's not gonna trigger you. Like I have no any I think even like yesterday I was very uh just that feeling like that icky feeling. But we could have talked about it yesterday and I I wouldn't have felt triggered. Like no no aspect of the subject triggers me anymore. And I I don't know. I think that that there's so many little pieces that add up to that.
0: Yeah. That's healing, y'all. I think yeah, that that's healing. such like a, it's such a great example because like I, I mean, I saw you do it. We've talked about your journey like so much on this show, yeah. and it took a like um a long time, but to get to the place where you are today is like so amazing. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And, it, and it, I, I know now I really understand. And I know we say this for other things, but I know now why I had to go through that season. Like I literally remember, and it's funny because you guys have been part of all of it, but I remember even when you visited back in Thanksgiving, like I was kind of struggling a bit. Like I, I was, you know, all these things, my weight too. Like, I think that I also was struggling in the sense of, I never expected naive me. Right. Cause you know, what are you going to do? But Really, I was like, oh, I figured this out. I'm not going to gain weight again, like all this stuff. And honestly, now I feel like I had to, I had to go through these seasons to find like what works for me in this sense, because you can get a lot of opinions from whoever does help you throughout the process or whoever you trust. And it's like, it's a really cool thing to be like, okay, this, this is what works for me. This is what makes me feel this way whether it's through your routines or through the food you consume or through whatever it's like little pieces of other people's feelings or opinions definitely for me not to the level it was before but like did inform the way that I was feeling yeah and the way that I was acting and yeah I don't know so it's you know it's only March and it was November when I I can genuinely
0: say I was struggling um just because you're like quote unquote healed like doesn't mean that you're not gonna have like moments of struggle oh yeah human and like that is going to happen and that's okay
1: yeah and I think it is also the the lens to which like I think when it comes to healing like I wouldn't even consider myself healed like I really wouldn't I think I definitely like everybody has like their um things that get them like I still I actually was just talking to one of our friends about it this week I'm like I stepped on the scale today and I did not love what I saw like I didn't like that but but the difference is the level of emotion that we attach to it yes. like I'm certain that yeah. what you feel anxiety about you won't always feel great about like if it if it happens again if the thought comes up you it's probably not gonna you're not gonna feel good necessarily yeah. Yeah. um but I think the weight to which I give it like I'm like I did not love what I saw However, it doesn't mean what it once meant to me. It doesn't mean that like, I will be here forever. It doesn't mean that- You're not attaching so
0: much to it.
1: Yes. And I think that that goes with a lot of things that people have anxiety about is it's like what it means to you. It's because it's not just the anxiety. Like for me, it wasn't just the food. It wasn't just my body. It's what that said about me and what I attached to that meaning. And I think that that's the same thing, even with feeling this, which is what I think you also might be feeling is like, it's not just that you're feeling the anxiety. You're also fucking annoyed about feeling the anxiety and yeah. what that's it like says the about piece.
0: the type of person that you are. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's like all part of the biggest piece of it. And then it's <laughs> on another thing. And then it, that's just how it manifests. But uh, yeah. but no, it, I mean, it does feel, um, not that I wish any type of mental health on any, uh, mental health circles right. on anybody, but there is something to say about like not feeling um, alone. And yeah. I think that there is a difference between feeling lonely and feeling alone, because, like, I definitely don't feel lonely in it. I have so much support, but I have felt a bit alone, and you don't have to. You don't have
1: to. They're truly, like, I think coming back to you, you you just aren't. Like, you just aren't. There are so many instances and people but it's so easy to feel that in the moment so I really think that letting other people in even when you don't want to bother them because I'm like that I don't want to bother people I don't want to burden them my our friends put in the group chat the other day or maybe I sent and you guys agreed of like when you like it was like when you call the police and and then you're like oh yeah this is going on but how are you like that is such a go-to for me so I get it but I think that opening ourselves up to like even when we don't want to be a burden yep. sharing it because it's going to make our load lighter
0: totally yeah and I agree again though I think it's all balance because there also is yeah. like an aspect to indulging in it and giving totally. it power and like that we yeah to, and I think it's, it's with the identity of please. wearing of being aware of that
1: Yeah, like, I think that's where the identity piece comes into it, though, too, is because it's like, we don't want to label something as if it's all that we are, because the reality is, even if you're struggling with this right now, you're very high functioning in all other things. So it's not your whole story, but it is something that's affecting you right now. So, And I I think
0: think I'm so glad that you said that, because I think it's easy for me, and I, I bet for other people as well, and I know for you like it's so easy to label ourselves then as that and allow that to become like our whole identity yeah. for the moment. Yeah. And I have been trying not to do that even though that feels like the default.
1: Yeah, it does feel like the default. And I think that that's, that, that's exactly what, with where you said, with, with the balance of it, it's like giving yourself the space to release and to lighten your load, but also not letting it become Cause we've had this, we've had it with me even too. Like I, I take accountability for that where it's like, there were times where I felt so, and that's the difference is I feel like in you right now, you you're frustrated and this is annoying and like all this stuff, but it isn't like a part of you still knows like this one, this isn't forever. And like has hope and knowing that there is something beyond that, even if you don't know what that looks like. Whereas I think there were times where so many of us have felt like broken, broken, that this would never get better. And I think that that's why I, one, not totally identifying with it, but it's not going to become, which I think sometimes becomes our fear is like, it's not going to become the topic of everything. It's not going to become how people see you. It's not going to, it's just not going to, and also not letting it be like, oh, this is who I am. (laughs) Um, So not engaging on it because when we do talk about it so much, it does grow and it does become, you know, so much of how we feel.
0: Balance. Balance. Anyway, onto a different topic briefly before we have to wrap up the episode that I brought up before. Brenda and I have just entered our Saturn return. Yes, we have. Um, so we so we our Saturn is placed in Pisces. Saturn is in Pisces, obviously, right now for everybody. But it, you might be in your return, you might not be. Um, but Saturn in Pisces is actually a great placement oh yeah so how so so the past two like the past six years Saturn has been in um signs that it's ruled which has meant a lot of like rigidity and we could definitely see that with like our political climate and lockdown during COVID like there was like a lot of like rigidness and uh Pisces is very fluid um and very permeable and really great for manifesting your dreams so oh baby not to say that this period might be all that this period will be all sunshine and rainbows because Saturn return is all about growth and as we know growth can be difficult but it is like if you're gonna have a Saturn return in a sign having it in Pisces is like pretty good is key oh baby we're gonna be happy sexy millionaires happy sexy millionaires Ooh. yeah I do and I do feel pop even though I'm obviously like struggling a lot right now like I do really feel positive about this time like I do feel like um like everyone's dreams are just gonna like come true yeah I really oh, feel that way oh, yeah
1: I'm gonna keep on dreaming yes yes I, really I feel, feel like, like I've it. I've been dreaming bigger every day I don't even care you I'm are like, whatever it really are i really am right well
0: now i'm proud of myself for that. now is now the, is the time. Total time yeah so we've talked Maybe about my, it soul my soul we talked about before and if for anyone who has questions about saturn return you should listen to our episode with jessica laniato um because we spent a lot of that episode talking about like what the heck is your saturn return how to prepare for it like blah 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 um but just briefly, like, it's, like, the three-year period in which, like, Saturn returns to the place it was in your chart when you were born. And it's really about just, like, becoming, stepping into an adulthood and, like, becoming kind of who you're meant to be, whether that's growing into something or shedding old things or taking accountability for things. Um, and it's going to affect everyone differently, but it, like, there is kind of, like, this overarching theme of, like, growth and uh stepping into like our adult selves which is so
1: crazy and maybe we'll shed some light on you guys on our big fears about ever becoming parents if we even want to next
0: time <laughs> oh yeah we do want to talk about that but um yeah so for anyone who's having their Saturn return happy Saturn return happy I think it would be really positive for everybody I agree I feel
1: that in my bones I really do
0: I really do I feel like everyone's dreams are going to come true I just totally think that
1: I can't wait to do an episode once they do
0: I know well it's a, try, it's a long we're gonna time we're going to just have a round table so what
1: dream came true
0: for you <laughs> right when we turn 30 at the end of when yes. decides again we're going to be like okay what were your dreams what were your dreams but it's interesting too mm-hmm. like that's the thing about Denon like it's about manifesting your dreams um Pisces not that's not what Saturn was about is about boundaries but like Pisces Saturn and Pisces about is a lot about manifesting your dreams but there is also an aspect because it's Saturn is that like you actually might not even know what your dream is right now mm. and, that and might you know what I'm weirdly
1: cool with that I'm weirdly cool with that where in the past I wouldn't have been cool with something like that Ooh, okay really I don't if, if it's not what I think it is show me
0: show me baby oh oh I love that yeah love that for you um okay so that's how to return happy Saturn return everybody and there was a full moon yesterday so if you're feeling the feels that's okay Um, okay. good good to know and you were feeling overwhelmed yesterday right yeah yeah it's full moon vibes it's okay okay there were a lot of planets changing Yesterday, so, like, it could have felt overwhelming, and it will clear, like, up by the end of the week.
1: I love that for us. (laughs) us.
0: So, there's your astrological report from your non-astrologer. Thank you, Jalia. Thank you. And then, lastly, today, when we're recording, this will come out tomorrow, but today is International Women's Day. Hey. And I want to know what makes you feel most proud of being a woman
1: I love especially now I love like proving the status quo wrong I'm probably not saying that correctly but I really love like I obviously there's a lot of stuff in in history that is not ideal that we don't agree with that was wrong (laughs) Um, however um I do I think that as opposed to like leading into the frustration or anything like that, I've really been looking at life in general through the lens of like, what opportunity do we have here or how can we be part of the solution? Um, And yeah, I love that as a woman, I think that all of these amazing things that we're doing and feeling and believing and all these roles we're playing are giving us an opportunity to really make an impact and shift whatever narrative has existed before so i don't know like it excites me to be able to do something like that and that's not something like i don't know i guess it's not inherent but it's cool
0: i love that thank you what about you i think the thing that i want to love I think it's something that I sometimes struggle with but something that I do really feel is very powerful is like a woman's ability to be so to lead with love and be so empathetic for the world around us and what that can teach people if we just all kind of led with like open heartedness and empathy like how beautiful our world would be and I think many women lead with that and mm-hmm. I think that that's something to be like really proud of. And I think the world can kind of like, m- as we do for many aspects of women, make that feel like a weakness, mm-hmm. but it is such a power yeah. and I'm lucky to have it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I was listening to a podcast that gave so many important points that I forgot to share. And I think they're all going to be useful for this episode, okay, um, this is- where, um, starting with what you just said about like uh, strengths and weaknesses, that showing people what we think is weakness when it comes to something that we feel pain about or feel triggered by or all that stuff, um, seeing it as a weakness when really like at the end of the day, it is such a strength, which we know, but it's a strength for really a lot of the empathy that we garner through sitting and listening to someone else's pain Ultimately, just brings us a connection. Like I think so many times we're trying to like solve for what it is and fix something when really so much happens through the process of listening and sitting in that pain with someone, and you don't necessarily need to fix it. Like okay. it's just, you know, we downplay fixing it. We look at fixing it as the end goal when there's so much beauty that really comes out of that. And they said the podcast said something like pain is a message and a gift and that really just like hit me because I'm like shit like we look at pain as obviously painful and annoying and frustrating and like why the fuck am I going through this but really being able to see it as like a message of what it's teaching us right now and how that is building us to become whoever we're meant to become along the way and that a lot of times avoiding facing that pain due to the icky feelings around it versus what the message and gift that it could bring makes a big difference and it was talking about even like with who you become along the way that we're always looking as the pot of gold as to what's at the end of the rainbow, but really it's not what work that the work that the rainbow and the gold <laughs> is who you become along the way. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just, it, it's like all these things that we hear often, but sometimes it's just like hearing it in a certain
0: way. It yeah. Hits. yeah. I think that that's actually something like of course while I'm dealing with this capital anxiety like the thing that I have been like is like why am I feeling this way like what is the lesson I don't see it yet Mm -hmm. and of course you can't see it when you're in it you'll see it on the other side um And you have to have the hope that there will be another side. Um, But I think the thing that I have already actually learned from it is the thing that we kind of hear all the time, but I think you don't know it until you know it, is that like nothing outside is going to bring you like inner peace and happiness. mm -hmm. It is all from within yourself. And I think I've realized that because I know right now. If my like wildest dreams came true, if everything in my life was like magical working out, if I won the lottery, blah, blah, none of that would take away this feeling. Yeah. And even though I think that might sound scary to someone, it it just kind of, I feel like that was a big growth moment for me where it really taught me of like, you can, you can like want all the things in your life, but like, there is no, I'll be happy when. There, it no. doesn't exist. It actually doesn't like it come. It's an inside job only. It is. It is an inside job only. And the
1: podcast also said that the, obviously we know the relationship to ourselves. We always say it's the most important one, but literally everything else in our life is a mirror to our relationship with ourselves, or yeah. how we're feeling in our body or how we're feeling in our mind, because I can kind of speak to that on the opposite end of things. And I couldn't before. So let's just say that. But I am no less, and I think I might have said this already on the show, but like, I'm no less busy than I was when I was struggling a lot. And I kept blaming work. I kept blaming overwhelm, um, Mm -hmm. which I'm not saying didn't play a role because they did play a role, but I am no less busy. I am no less. I don't have less responsibilities. I don't have less bills. I have more bills. Um, I don't have like less of any of the things that I was outwardly saying were directly causing me stress, even if they played a role, but I am so much happier and I am showing up better to every single one of those responsibilities because of that low (laughs) and because of the work that I had to face even though I was so fucking resistant to it um because of that so I think that like there's there's hope on both spectrums of like the the things won't feel as sweet as they'll feel without us being okay in whatever it is that we're Doing first, but we can, and it's temporary, and we'll show up so much better, even if none of our responsibilities change. Like, we'll show up so much better to everything and everyone if our relationship with
0: us is there. 100%. 100%. 100%. What uh, well, you? what an episode! happy international women's day to every woman x out there we love you You you're beautiful you're strong you're courageous and we are here for you
1: we are here for you if you're going through something or if you're not whatever we're here we love you we support you and everything is temporary love you guys
0: bye everybody